Mesechta Be'ya, Daf Lamed Be'ez Amud, Aleph, page 32, side 8. The Gemara answers, Hu Amar that Shmuel, that says that that even on Yontif, you cannot undo the Chesamas, those ropes that are tied to the ground, that seal it up in the ground. He will hold Kaitane, like the Tane, the Braise, that says that also on Yontif, it is prohibited to be Mafkia, to undo these chesomers, these seals, these ties that are in the ground. The Tanya, we learned the Braise, chesomers, shebekarka matir, that you can untie these chesomers, these seals that are in the Karka, avale Mafkia, avalei Chaitre, but you can't cut them, you cannot unwind them or cut them. Echad Shabbos, Echad Yontav, whether it's Shabbos or Yontav, Bishabakli, and those seals that are not in the ground, but they are on a vessel, Bishabbos Matir, and Shabbos you can untie, Avaloi Mavki, Avaloi Chaitach, but you cannot be Mavki or cut, Yontav Matir, Mavki, Vachaitach, but on Yontav you can do everything. If it's an Akeli, you can be Matir, and also Mavki, Chaitach. So although we answered the Reish of Shmuel, but the second part that Shmuel said with regards to Chesomis of the Kalim show, he says that also on Shabbos you can be Matir Mavkiyev Chaytuch. So we have a problem. The Braise says in Shabbos you can only be Matir, but not be Mavkiyev Chaytuch. The answers that the truth of the matter is that also the Tan of the Braise holds that from the perspective of the prohibition of stira, it would be permitted to mafkia uh, and chaytach also on Shabbos because there is no such a thing as binyan and stira bekelim. Since we're not talking about the ground, it's only the kelim. There is no prohibition there, like Shmuel says, and therefore uh, he agrees that doing it by hand it would be permissible. The reason why we answer to be mafkia and lachtoich is because of the prohibition of moving of the knife. Because this goes like the view in the Braise, the view of like the Braise holds like Rebnechemia. He says that all the Kalim, uh, that means any type of garments, even permissible garments, you can only use them in the Tolim You can only move them for the purpose to be used in the normal way that they are used, which means, um, but that, that, that means in the usual way. Uh, that is, you know, you can empty the vessel, you can put on the garment, doing the things, the normal things. But if you want to use this for an item which is not designated for this, uh, then you can't move it. So therefore, you're not allowed to move a knife in order to cut a rope on Shabbos because the knife is designed to be cutting the food, not to cut seals. And therefore becomes muksa. So this is halacha where Shmuel disagrees with the Braise and he holds like the Rabbonon who permit to move a keli even not for the normal use. And that's why he allows to cut and to be mafkia on also with the socket. If the reason the price is because of Israel, like Rabbi Nachemia, my idea is Shabbos. So why is it only a Shabbos? I feel Yom Tov Nami. So even on Yom Tov, we should also be to, we should also prohibit to move the knife in order to 
to be chaytach to be mafkiyah. This the the chevel, the string. We should do a yantav also. So then, how come the brayse permits it on uh, on yantav? And the chemi would ask on yantav too. And I the gemara says the chitaim or shanya le rab nechem ben shvus shabbos le shvus yantav. Maybe according to rab nechemia, there's a difference. The issue the rabbanan shabbos like tiltel. Uh, which is only with Rabbanon, according to Reb Nechemia, it makes a difference. Uh, the issue with Rabbanon from Shabbos, he doesn't allow, but the Shavos Yontev, to be metalpul, the Sakin, not for Miyuchet, Lord, he's not going to be machmer like Shabbos. He's going to be allowing to move the Kelem Yontev, even not for their designated use. So we can still interpret the Braise like Reb Nechemia, and the reason why in Yantav is permissible to be mafkia and to, to cut lafkia lachti chesechesemes is because on Yantav, even Rabbi Nechemi will agree that you can take the sakin, uh, even not for Leilu Tzirech Tashmishay, which is miyuchet. But the Gemara said that's not the case, that there's a difference in Shabbos and Yantav. Ubi is there then a different? Does Rabbi Nechemi actually make a distinction between Shabbos and Yantav with regards to using the Kali for not the Kali hetet for not as davram yuchedloi umishan yelevatan yechod. But we learned in one brayse masikin bekelim vein masikin b'shivrekelim that you can heat the oven with vessels, but you can't use vessels that were broken on yontem. Vatan yidachamunan. Then another brayse masikin vein bekelim vein b'shivrekelim that you can heat heat on yontem. So let's talk about yontem you with vessels. Or broken vessel, and then there's a further price that says, "A masikin lebikin lebishivikin." You cannot do it either one. So what is the machlekes over here? Umeshani the Gemara in in Shabbos of Kuchodal the Mizbei says lekashi that this is not a contradiction because her the first time is Rabbi Yehuda. It goes according to Rabbi Yehuda, and he holds that there is the Isra Moktz, and therefore uh, Kalim that you are allowed to move for their normal use. You're allowed to use them also to burn them in the fire. But the broken kalim that were broken on Yontav, and they are no longer fit uh, to be moved for their purposes, then you now they use them to burn in the fire. So although they're fit for the fire, but since when they were yesterday, when they were whole, they weren't fit for this because they weren't standing there to be burnt because they were kalim. So... It's considered noilad now. It's been uh, created, the uh, wood, firewood has been created in Yantav when the keli broke. And therefore it's also for Mukta. And, uh, and the town of the Braise, the middle Braise, goes like Rabbi Shimon, who doesn't hold from the Israel Mukta most of the time. And therefore, he doesn't care. He's allowed to put on the fire even the broken keli. And uh, the town of the Braise, who says that you're not allowed to do anything, is Rabbi Nechemia. Because he holds that kalim cannot be taken only for their use, intended use. So even whole kalim that are permitted to move, you're not allowed to use them to make a fire because they're not destined to be burnt. So of course, that you're not allowed to uh, make a fire with the broken kalim because they are dialed, as I said before. So neither one. You can't not with kalim, not with the, and not with Shivrakel. So we have to be talking about Yontif and the Braises because a lot of cooking. We're using uh, this for firewood. Because in Shabbos you wouldn't be allowed to put a fire out at all. So we find that the Nechemia prohibits to move the Kaili, even on Yontif, not, not only Shabbos. 
So we cannot interpret the Braise that we brought earlier with the Allah of Chesem is because according to the Nechemia, you have to be also in Yantav also to be Mavkia, and the Chatev Chesem should be Kalim because you cannot allow to move the knife because of the Muksa, because it's not Tashmisha, it's not for the designated use. And the Braise, however, does allow to cut on Yantav, only a Shabbos doesn't allow. The one says it actually goes like Reb Nechemia, but three Tanoi valid with Reb Nechemia. There's a machloekis of Tanoim. What is the view of Reb Nechemia? So the brais of the Chesemes that permits a yontev take holds mafki wachters holds that Reb Nechemia did nasser only on Shabbos, but yontev it's permissible to move a keli even not for l'tzerich tashmishay. And the Tanoi the brais of the Ein Masikin. That holds that Nehemiah prohibits to move the mission, even on Yontev. And that's why the Braise says over there that it's not allowed to, even the Kalim are not allowed to be used on Yontev. Next mission. You're not allowed to um, diminish the lamp. This means that on Yontif, one is not allowed to stick his fist into the um, into the egg in order to make um, uh, a receptacle for for lighting a lamp, even though actually he puts his hand not into into the. He puts his hand into the sand, into the mud, and tries to carve out to make it like a, a receptacle for the lamp to have burning. And uh, now it's 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 very soft. It's not. We need to bake it in the oven uh, in order to harden it, and it's not fit to be used to lamp because the oil is going to melt the the sand. So. Uh, you're not allowed to stick your hand and do that because by making that engraving you are creating a vessel and that can be used for something else so even though it cannot be used for a lamp but you're still making a vessel you can't make coals on Yontif like if you place uh, coals um, on the side uh, outside of the fire so that they should uh, extinguish. When they extinguish, they're going to come into coals. Because that's considered like you're making a keli because the people that uh, use goldsmith, they use these pechamim. And you cannot cut a wick, a long wick into two, uh, that it was done by Yanta because now you're making a keli because now you're making it for two wicks. That should be fit for lighting. So if you don't if you don't say you can cut it with the fire. You can put a fire in there and then that way cut it in half. Uh, that's the Mishnah of the Gemara. So we learned in the Mishnah that you're not allowed to make a receptacle for the lamp because it's considered making a kid. The Gemara Mantana the Chisas Neir. Who is this Tana that holds that making a Opening for the lamp, uh, engraving and making a, uh, a mouth for the lamp, even before it's been brought into the oven to heat up and made into is mono. That's considered a keli, and you're not allowed to do that 
cannot engrave that, do that pachas and yont. Amr Rabbi Yisur, Rabbi Yisur, Rabbi Meir. This goes going to the Meir. The Tanya we learned in the Brayse, Kli Cheres Meimusai Mekabel Tuma. A earthenware vessel. From when is it considered to be a keli that it should receive tuma? Once its job has been finished, which means once it's engraved, although it has not yet been brought into the oven into the kiln, it's not yet uh, heated up. Different that made. That's the mayor's opinion. Rabbi Shua Emer. Rabbi Shua says it's not called a keli only when you only when you harden it in the kiln. So the town of Mishnah goes like the mayor who already considered the keli just by making the bchaz, just making the grape. Amale Abayis Abayis is Rabbi Yisim in my. How do you know that the mayor holds that also a lamp is considered important the keli when by engraving it even without putting it through the oven, the kiln? Maybe only over there the mayor says that it's considered a keli. Yeah, we're talking about large vessels, so even without heating them up and uh, putting them through the kiln, and they're not fit maybe for water and, 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 and wine and any moisture thing because they would, uh, without putting the oven, they are going to um, dissolve the sand because the sand is still very soft. But they're still considered to be kelim because the chazla kabula midi they're still fit to uh, receiving dry goods in there. Uh, we can put fruits in there. Avol we're not Mishnah, we're talking about a lamp, if it is not fit to put in any oil in there. What is it fit for? It's too small, it's not fit for anything. So maybe the mayor will agree that it's not considered a keli as long as you had not heated up in the kitchen. So the question becomes, who is the Tana that holds that you're not allowed to be to make the nair on Yontem by putting your hand in the sand? What answers in the mud? What it says that, uh, no, you can use a small uh, nair uh, you can put there uh, coins, uh, small uh, small silver coins and therefore it's considered to be a keli even before you put it through the kiln and that's why you're not allowed to form and make it into a shape of a receptacle on Yotav if others say that Rabbi Yosef said that our Mishnah that holds that true engraving in the clay is considered a keli, Rabbi Lezbet of Tzadik, he goes like Rabbi Lezbet of Tzadik. That now we're not in the Mishnah. Ilfosim Choroniyos, those are the large plate of the people that are cities that are not large cities and they don't care, they're not particular to eat in beautiful uh, vessels. So what they would do is they would make large circles uh, that are flat, like a pan, and it didn't have any uh, receptacle holder. It wasn't uh, where you can put the thing. It was flat, and they would eat the meat like that, even though that they had not yet been engraved or uh, heated up and put in the, in the kiln. So in that case, he says, that if they're lying in the tent of a maze, uh, they won't become tummy, because since they don't have a base kibble, they don't have a receptacle, they don't receive tumah, because with regards to the oil maze, the Pasuk says in Mamidbar, you dalit, that all open vessels, so it's mashma that only if the keli has a Pesach, 
it has an entrance, it has a receptacle, a base kibble, it becomes tome in the tent of the mes. And this is also uh, the source from which we learned that any time you uh, touch something that, even by touching, that the keli does not become a only if he has a receptacle. Otomei's masas of the Mishnah says, but yet they would be Tomei, a Zov, who would metame a keli also by uh, raising the keli, not inside of the keli. Uh, so it doesn't need, it doesn't require a receptacle to be Mechabal Tumah. So the Tanakama holds that these plates, since this is the way they are used, they consider the keli even though they don't have a base kibble, and therefore the Mechabal Tumah from something which is fit to be Mechabal and they will become a Tumah. So Azov, Masa Azov, they will become Tumah. But the of Tzadikoymer, he says, after Tahir is Masa Azov, that even Masa Azov will be Tahir. It's not uh, applicable any tum over there because they're not considered a keli at all. The fish because they've not been completed their job, they're not engraved. So it turns out, according to Rabbi Lezer, after they engrave it, it'll be tome because it already became a keli. So if that case, the town of of our mission is Rabbi Lezer of Tzadik. Amalei Abayis Abayis is Rabbi Yosef. No. Only over there in that case said Rabbi Lazar Reb Tzodik um, that if they are engraved they are considered keli. Hello, only is talking about large keli because the chazi lekabuli they midib they're fit to re- accepting some dry things like fruits. But hocha avalochla my chazi. What is this lamp fit? It's not fit for anything. So possibly Rabbi Lezer will agree that it's not considered a keli for as long that you hasn't uh, put it through the kiln. The Gemara says no. That also a lamp, uh, a vessel of a, of a small mayor is fit to use for dry goods. As for example, a Kabbalah Bebshite to put in their small silver coins. You don't make an engraving for the lamp so that it should have a receptacle so that you can put oil in the wick and there you don't make also those flat plates he allows to make these flat plates because since the uh, people of the city and the villages use them as for their eating it's something which is important for Yantav it is permissible, but a lamp, it's not such an important use, and since uh, it's a um, small, only a very small receptacle there, the only thing it can be really used for is oil, and that's why it's prohibited. What is the Charonis? What is Charonis? Those are the plates of the village people that we would eat in them even before they engraved them. Further, we learned in our mission that they pachom. It's obvious. What is pachomim fit to be used in yantif? And the Gemara answers. Tana Rabbiya says Rabbiya leinitzrach. The Mishnah didn't need to teach us the din. It's also Ellen, but in a case that he made them lemoisrom luliyorim to give them over to the luliyorim, those who heat up warm water and bathhouse for that day. 
So you might think that it'll be permissible. The Tana tells us that it's also because it has the appearance as if he's making a vessel for those uh, goldsmiths. Is it then permissible to heat up the bathhouse in Yontif? But the Gemara in Shabbos Mamalvik says that the Chachamim were geyser on bathing in Yontif, even if the water was heated up from before Yontif. And certainly you're not allowed to warm up water on Yontif itself. The Gemara says, As Rabbi says in Brachas Chavzainu Beis, to answer the fact that Rabbi Ovin went into the base of Mechetz after he already accepted Shabbos upon himself, that he's talking about that he went in Lazia. He just went into sweat from the heat of the Beis Amerchas, but he did not put water on himself. And that took place before they decreed that not to enter into a bathhouse even to sweat. Hachinami, over here too, when they needed these Pacham for the Beis Amerchas, is Lazia is only to sweat from the heat. It's talking about the Mishnah before the Gzeda, in which they prohibited that too, uh, because people will say they're going to just sweat and really they're going to bathe, and that's why they asked that also. But this is talking about before that was us. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, you don't cut the wick into two, and the Buddha says you cut it in the fire. What is the reason that you're not allowed to cut the wick with the knife?